Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we have more college football on the way in a second, but hey, Incredibly large baseball series going on right now. A huge four-game set. Huge four-game set. Huge. Braves and the Dodgers, and you've heard John Paul Morosi on the air. This was in studio with us last night. So listen, if it's not the Braves and the Dodgers in the NLCS, then there's something wrong. And yes, absolutely, you're talking about the two most dominant teams in baseball. Not just in the National League, in baseball. Right now, the Braves lead the Dodgers 8-4 to four as the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the sixth inning. And really quick, I'm going to need Steve to say it really quick for one second because Lance Lynn started the game tonight mm-hmm. for the Dodgers, and uh, he's given up three home runs before coming out of the game in the fifth inning. Now, Steve, I got a question for you because yeah. I, I didn't get to see it. I watched the end of college football. Uh, Mookie Betts hit a three-run homer to bring the Dodgers with an 8-4. Did Betts also homer off of Lance Lynn? <laughs> <laughs> you know, initially you'd think that would be impossible, but you don't know who you're dealing with here. Okay. A man I who's could... not only your teammate, but out of the game. Yeah, I'd say it's possible. Okay, just wanted because I didn't know, I didn't see it, and I saw, well, all the home runs are flying, he must have hit it off of Lance Lynn as well. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, that made it 7-4 at the time, now 8-4 Atlanta, bottom of the sixth. All right. Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate it. Uh, so there we go. Uh, Braves Dodgers, 8-4. Braves at the lead as the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the sixth inning. What, what baseball fans, we, we, look at the, we look at the games, right? you, watch, you watch this season, and now that we're getting into September, 
you're seeing the cream rise to the top. And the teams we're talking about are the best teams in baseball. You know, look, we talk Braves, we talk Dodgers, and here come the Astros, and the, and the big race in the AL West is phenomenal. And look at the Orioles in the AL East. But I don't know that everybody understands just how much better Atlanta is than everybody else. I mean, you look at what Atlanta has done. Every single stat in the league, Atlanta leads. They lead everything. They have eight all-stars for a reason. They go one through eight in the order, and it's pick your poison. Everybody's hitting over 260. Right, and everyone, if you hit, if you hit 250, everybody. No. The Mets have lucky if they have one guy hitting over 260 in the lineup every night. And that's if Jeff McNeil somehow can stay above 260 <laughs> when he was a batting champion last year. The Braves hit eight guys who are hitting at least 260. They're starting pitchers. They're able to control every single game and pitch deep into every game and give you a near-quality start every single night. Yes, the Braves and the Dodgers are the top two teams in, in Major League Baseball, but the gap between the, the Dodgers and the Braves is huge. The Braves are going to go into any series as an overwhelming favorite. They have a plus 235 run differential over the rest of the league. Remember when Tampa Bay was at the top of the league? Hey, Tampa Bay's run differential is fantastic. Long time You're talking ago. about... 235. They've outscored their opponents by 235 runs. You look at other teams having big years. The Dodgers are great. They're at 170. All right. The, the Braves are outscoring their opposition by over 60 more runs than the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are hitting like gangbusters the last month and a half. It's really the Braves. And I'm not saying this to jinx the Braves or anything else. I'm gonna, I realize I'm going to have to watch a National League team not name the Mets, an NL East team that's not the Mets win the World Series almost every year now. Uh, and it really, it, it, it's, it's the Braves World Series to lose. I know that Houston is really good and they're the defending champs and they're playing really well, but it really is the Braves World Series to lose and everybody else is. They're good, but no one's at that level. No one is. Yeah, let me ask this question. Uh, are any of them dual sport athletes, you know, to where maybe they can cross over back into Florida and help the Gators? Oh, because Atlanta is close to Georgia. See Florida, what I did it there? It is close. It is close. Plenty it of time to there. talk about this series, the heroics of Mookie bleeping bets on his 250th <laughs> career home run. Acuna leaps, can't get it. No, such greatness, but, you know, waiting in the wings. You know, like he's a caged uh, big cat ready to talk is our guy. No, oh, it really is. It's it's an, it's an unbelievable run for the Braves who have had a great – I don't want to say it's lucky, but what the Braves have done is they've found every young player coming up that looks like they're good, which means if you put together a season of being good as a rookie – Hey, we're going to strike first. How about a 10-year, $100 million contract, right? That's what they signed Ronald Acuna to. And they've done that with a lot of their stars. They've been very forward-thinking in that, hey, we'll pay these guys way before we have to. And, hey, you know, look, we're going to make money on them at the end. They're going to make money on us in the beginning, right? We can we can hold them down right now. To They can hold a guy like Acuna down to like $2 million a year for a while until he becomes a free agent. But instead, hey, we'll give you $10 million a year now. Okay. Now, at some point, when Acuna gets to be 27 years old, he's going to go, yeah, no, I'm not coming. I'm not playing for $10 million anymore. I'm not doing it. No, no, we're going we're gonna to renegotiate this deal. But for right now, they've locked up all their young players, and they have a good two, three-year window that's just begun about a year and a half ago until they have to worry about other teams that are going to usurp them from the top of the list because they're all young, they're all really good, and they've, they've made the right choices. They've had a great run of the right prospects be able to come up and dominate. Are, is every single player they signed long-term deal uh, for less? money great no but are most of them yeah and when you have when you have great young players you're maximizing them for a good four or five year span this is what you get man as much as i say about the braves the braves the braves do things right and they're this dominant team now they have to deal with the fact that this should be the year they win the world if they don't win the world series this year something is wrong i'll take jp's statement and i'll amp it up by another if they don't win the world series this year then something's wrong we'll just have a bunch of pictures of bobby cox and Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin and John Smoltz to look at. Steve Avery. Don't forget Steve Avery with pitching games for well, reasons he's, passing he's, understanding. Yeah, sure, he's, he's a little lesser guy, you know, because he doesn't have the Hall of Fame resume uh, that the rest of them do. But look, it's the Braves and Dodgers and everybody else is trying to figure out some formula, including your guy. Uh, burning fun bucks like he's Leo DiCaprio off the side of a ship. <laughs> I like that burning fun bucks. I am burning fun, fun bucks. Burning, burning fun bucks. <laughs> we'll call uh, you, as a, we'll call yeah. you Vernon. 
Fun yeah. bucks. As Acuna tonight, speaking of Ronald Acuna, makes history. He is the first 30-60 player. Again, I, this I get a little tired of. Every He's the first 24-54 guy. He's the first 25-57 guy. He is the first 30 home run, 60 stolen bases player doing that tonight with a grand slam that gave the Braves the four-run lead they have yet to relinquish here over the Dodgers. Look, this this uh, he, he's telling everybody, hey, uh, I, I saw that Mookie Betts is leading for uh, MVP. I see your Mookie Betts, and I raise you one me. Remember, I'm the guy you were talking about for the first four months. Now suddenly, everybody loves the Dodgers and Mookie and Freddie and the dance at second base they hit a double and everybody goes okay, now remember I was a guy the first three months people couldn't stop talking about it. not them it was me well sometimes you want to reclaim that that top you know uh sure sure <laughs> well you know I mean, what, what else do you want me to say it's like no, hey, you're right. hold my beer no you're it's like divided. yeah that's a great story it's a great August I've got the great season Mm. Let me remind you, on a grand scale, when you pitch the home run serving Lance Lynn. uh, (laughs) And he'd been great for a month, right? Because tonight there's going to be a lot of poison pens out, a lot of anger. The one thing the guy has done consistently, even as a member of the Dodgers, is he will give you a gopher ball or two. It's just a matter of are they solo shots or like tonight where Acuna hits a grand slam. Uh, now, elsewhere in baseball, as, as this game is going on, look, even if the Dodgers get swept, everything is fine. They're still got a 14-game lead in the NL West. Um, we saw a lot today, speaking of a team that goes just down the five and is hoping Shohei Otani does not know what's been going on the last couple of days and wants to stay, the Guardians grabbed just about everybody that the Angels put on waivers a couple of days ago. Uh, the Guardians treating today like it was their own trade deadline added three pitches to their staff to make a run in the AL Central. And the first thing I'm going to say is I love this by the Guardians. And TJ, clearly the Guardian Angels, they may need to be called now after these moves today. Um the Angels put six players on waivers on Tuesday, right, as they're waving the white flag. And we told you how horrible an optic this was. And if you're Shohei Otani, are you really going to stay with a team that traded two of your top three prospects for two guys you let go after a month? I get it didn't work out, but this is just an awful way to run a team. Makes you like, really don't know what we're doing. Why do we give up two of our best three prospects for guys we're okay with saying goodbye to in a month? Why don't we give up, like, our 15th and 16th best guys? No, what are we doing? All those players that, that went on waivers, hey, guess what? Just about all of them got claimed today. We watched Lucas Giolito, Matt Moore, and Ronaldo Lopez all get claimed by the Guardians. Hunter Renfro went to the Reds. Dominic Leon went to the Mariners. So everybody they put out there, they've lost all of them, and the Guardians got three of them, uh, turning this into a, hey, I know there's no trade deadline, but we're only five games back in the Central. We just won two out of three with the Twins. We, you know, It's not like the Twins are running away with a division. Yes, we're under five but hey we can be gutsy right here and I kind of like this move and I don't know if this is going to be something that happens in the future that teams are going to look at the end of August and go well if we don't want to pay these guys anymore we can put them out here and save money at the end of the year and maybe that acts as a pseudo you know late August deadline the waiver deadline that that, that we used to have so but I, I kind of dig this I mean it's still bad news for the Angels because now they had to watch all these guys that they thought were going to be parts of their team they're all gone now and Otani's not going to know half the guys in the clubhouse when he shows up, and he's going to say, I'm just punching the clock till I get out. Just punching the clock. So nothing got better for the Angels today, but for the Guardians and other teams who are saying, hey, the end of August now, maybe there are players out there for us. I kind of dig this. Well, opportunity knocks, right? You don't have the second trade deadline. You don't have any of that. But if you're going to have a team, and, and I wonder if you don't see more of this. All right, can we circumnavigate, or do they get hammered anyway? All right, can you say, well, we successfully dodged the luxury tax. So, ha, 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 nanny, nanny, boo-boo, to the fun and exciting world of Major League Baseball. Or do they say, no, 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 we know exactly what you did here. Right? Because literally it's it's a bit of of money, right? It's only $2 million uh, in terms of what their penalty would have been. But the idea that, hey, we we only give up a fourth – we, we still get a second round if Otani leaves versus getting a fourth rounder. I mean, do, does Major League Baseball slap them on the wrist going, all right, Artie Moreno, we saw what you did here. But because if they don't and you set precedents like this, what's to say you don't have a couple of other teams going, you know, we're not re-signing that guy anyway. 
So all of a sudden, <laughs> it's the fantasy owner in week 12 going, out ah, of hell with it. I'm out of it. Let's, let's cause some chaos. You know, the guy that doesn't want to pay his dues because he's mad about some auto-pick function that that got triggered during the draft. You know, I got knocked offline, and then it picked three guys that I would have never picked in a million years. You know I hate those guys. Uh, all of that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. But, yeah, if, if a team can go and do this, why not get a couple of players on the cheap that you think can help stretch you some innings or or maybe give you a viable at bat or two down the stretch? I mean, you know what your schedule is. There might be some matchups and series whereby those guys can become difference makers. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike, it's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, coming up next, we dive right back into everything that happened with college football. Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com, insider extraordinaire, joins us to break down the craziness of Spectrum Cable, Florida, Nebraska, and more. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. 
At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earned is doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Well, it was some kind of night in college football. Nobody better to break it all down. The owner, editor, proprietor, grand poobah of collegefootballnews.com, your one-stop shop news for college football, all the previews, all the analysis you need. It is Pete Futek. Pete, what's happening, buddy? How are you, man? I'm doing just fine. How you been? By by the way, I I can only hope and pray that my wife loves me as much as you love the Atlanta Braves. Wow, that's, Dude, that's, that's, <laughs> you owe money or something? Dude, I don't, I don't love the Braves. It pains me to say everything I said about the Braves. It pains me so much, buddy. It's so hard. We, we know how this works. They're going to win 159 games, get in the playoffs, and run into one hot pitcher and they're out. You know, it just doesn't work. The playoffs are funky. You don't have a four-team college football playoff thing. You're right. It, it stinks. It should be the Dodgers and Braves in already. Get rid of everyone else. And just play those two and go on. All right. Well, all right. Let, let's start with some of the drama tonight. First of all, I, I don't know if you were one of the fortunate ones, if you had DirecTV, if you had Spectrum, but Spectrum making the number two cable provider in the country makes the decision because of their carriage dispute with Disney at kickoff of Utah and Florida oh. to say, well, I'm sorry, we're not bringing you the game. We're not bringing you any of the Disney Channel programmings on this tier because we're at war with them over carriage rates. And so half the country doesn't get to see this game. I hope you got to see it. See, I'm old enough to remember in my house in Minneapolis, the rabbit ears, if you put it just right, the spectrum bit was actually where after 11 o'clock at night, you might see a boob if, like, no, you true. got it yeah. just the right way. Uh, but, yet, no, I, YouTube TV came through clutch. You know, last year they had their carriage problems, but you're right. There was a whole lot of screaming and yelling out for direct TV and spectrum and all that to see this. And, you know, they'll get this ironed out. There's too much money involved uh, across the board here. But, you know, look, it was fun. You know, it was, you know, Florida, Utah was a dud. But Minnesota, Nebraska, on your, your, your Fox there, that was one entertaining football game over the last, like, 10 minutes. Because you could just see it was so bad. It was so ugly. And you just like I, my, my friends. I grew up in Minneapolis. My friends are texting me, Minneapolis. This is awful. This is awful. And I text. I literally text them. It's Nebraska. Just wait. And like, of course, it, it happened. It happened. Poor Nebraska people. These good, loving fans who get ninety thousand people out there to watch volleyball and love their sports and love everything. And you can just see them like, oh, it's happening again. And they blew it. They just absolutely gacked that thing away. And Minnesota somehow got out alive with a thriller of a 13-10 game. And that's, that's why you watch. That's why, you know, Fox paid the money for the Big Ten because that's going to be a whole lot of fun over the next several years. Well, Gus Johnson gets to call a game winner on opening night. Have you ever seen a game where the only two touchdowns are the most improbable plays you'll ever see? I, that was an amazing catch. That was unbelievable. I don't know, I mean, Pete. I don't know. I've ever seen a better toe tap in my life. He's his ever. his right leg is three feet over out of bounds, and he still drags the left foot down. Man. How do you do that? How do you do that? And the right foot stays up, and on fourth down, and on a team they threw it forty times and gained like twelve yards. Like somehow they yeah. Like, yeah. They, they, they went nowhere, and then all of a sudden you get that at the very end, and like you said, like the fumble ruski play that went awry, and Jeff Sims have the presence of mind to kind of gather it up and throw that. I mean, it was a fun game for being a 13-10 to 10 game with you know, no offense on either side. Well, I got to tell you, Pete. Uh, you know, because I feel, uh, you know, I feel, like, I always feel a duty here on the show, and we talked about this a little bit ago. Is like Nebraska is like a is like a sports Stonehenge, the relic of a bygone era. Because there's people to watch college football for twenty years that sit here and go, "Why do people older than me that are like fifty have like that wistful look in their eye when they think when they hear Nebraska football? Because they haven't been good in twenty years, but they used to be. It used to be everything in college football." I'm old enough to go along with my other reference of rabbit ears on a TV. Little me was in the Metrodome when Irving Fryer caught the first or second play of the game from Turner Gill in the 1983 game against Minnesota. At the end of the game, with my dad's one of those people who never, ever leaves a game early, the scoreboard read 21, Nebraska, 21, 21, 21, 21. Right across the board in an 84-13 game over the Gophers. They just used to be just a powerhouse. And 
They used to be cool. I used to think Nebraska, I mean, you know, before the era where we could watch this, any game, Nebraska might, might as well have been on the moon. Little did I know it's, you know, not that far from Minneapolis. I thought it was like the coolest place on earth because look at these great football teams. This is amazing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard. It's a, it's a rebuilding job under Matt Rule, and it's going to take a bit. It's a really super young team. But I don't know if you can get the recruits there like you could in the past. You certainly couldn't get them, you know, take the 110-pound kid off the farm like you used to and turn him into, you know, a 285-pound, you know, killer defensive tackle. But uh, it's 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 not going to be that easy a fix, especially when you've got the big powerhouses from the Pac-12 coming in and all the other parts. It's going to be a heavy lift to get Nebraska to be really good, much less anywhere near where it used to be back when it was one of the you know superpowers that ruled the world. Speaking, uh, you know, the way you laid that out, that was the alternate plot line for Captain America. Instead of becoming a super soldier, he became a defensive tackle, terrorizing people for Nebraska. I like that. Man, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, but they used to. I mean, they used to make the running game kind of fun. You know, they used to, mm-hmm. you know, the big red machine to get wistful about, it, and the, the fans still want that. But they they do have the the crazy fan base that always shows up. They are about as good a fan base as you can come across. They're not really jerky about stuff. They just sort of, you know, are fans about. It. And gosh, you just tell just how their souls just got ripped out there because you could tell the, they fumbled. It's like, okay, well, Minnesota's not doing everything. Anything, they'll be fine. And sure enough, they still blew it. So uh, it's a long season. But now they go to Colorado next. They get Coach Prime. They still have time to turn this around a little bit and potentially go bowling and have a decent season. This was supposed to be a loss. Minnesota was supposed to be good. This was kind of budgeted in. So they just kind of have to regroup fast, realize that, okay, this is not the norm here. We're not going to keep losing one-score games. I think they're now 2-15 and 15 in their last uh, three years in one score game. And for Minnesota, <laughs> good luck because they got to find a, some running game fast. They got to go to North Carolina a couple weeks. Michigan's coming to town to get Ohio State on the schedule, along with the Wisconsin's and Iowa's and everyone else. So, Minnesota, this was a must win moment for Minnesota because they lose that home game, they're in trouble. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com, college football insider extraordinaire with us here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. All right, let's get to Florida and Utah here for a second because, you know, if you just didn't know anything and you were dropped on social media, you would think Florida was the number one ranked team in the country and they got upset <laughs> by uh, Kentucky Wesleyan. But, look, the, the reality is Utah's really good. They won the last two Pac-12s, and Florida's a team, not quite like Nebraska, but, you know, they're, they're not going to be that heavyweight that they were in the early 90s into 2000. They're good every few years, and I don't know, Billy Napier may not have more than this year to turn it around, but that's kind of where Florida's at. The new normal for them is, hey, you're not what you were, and, and, and try to go forward, because to think that they're suddenly the team, they're, they're gonna, that's just not happening anymore either. Yeah, at least at the moment, and it doesn't help when Georgia suddenly you know blew up like to be a good. And remember, they were in the SEC championship not that long ago. I mean, it gets lost. They're the one team that pushed that amazing Alabama team uh, in that 2020 SEC championship. I actually, on merit, I will still argue this, that I, at the time I was right, but I went back. I, I voted Kyle Trask for the Heisman. We forget that he put up Joe Burrow-esque numbers under Dan Mullen, and that it's not that long ago that Florida was really good. And But the problem is that just looked like a team, and this is the problem with week one and last week, week zero, they desperately looked like a team that needed to play like Central Cream Puff Tech or something first. They needed a – you could kind of see the timing wasn't there. They, they weren't quite in game shape. They are playing at the elevation of Utah. They just – they needed to get their legs under them. And they finally started to find it in the third quarter, and it was kind of too late. Uh, I think Florida's better than this. They're going to be okay. But you, you, put, you nailed it right on the head where – Utah's good. You know, this is a, this, you're right. This is the 14th ranked team in the country. It's the highest ranked team out of the future Big 12. And it's good enough to win the Pac 12 again. And they've got the lines and the talent to win games like this. And at home in Salt Lake, they are an amazing team. I, maybe Georgia, Georgia definitely, Ohio State definitely, Michigan. Just about everyone else, the, I, I think they beat LSU or Florida State or anyone else you want to throw out there. If they're coming into uh, Salt Lake City, they're just that good. 
Pete Futek, our guest here, Jason Smith Show with Mike Arman, Fox Sports Radio, at Pete Futek, where you find him on Twitter. You can read all his work and latest musings, collegefootballnews.com, all the predictions, all of the punditry that you want team by team. Uh, I don't think Pete sleeps for the next six months. I don't. <laughs> I, 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 a few minutes you, of his you, time here. You, you, you quip and joke, I honestly don't. And it hit me today like, oh, crap, this Three months. I'm not going to sleep or do any of this. Like I, it's it's this is the but this is the fun time. This is when there's that moment today where you realize you know what this is not exactly breaking rocks. This is you know watching football is pretty fun and you know tonight even with a a bunch of dud games and uh, everything else this is still kind of a blast for a while when Utah and Florida Duke and on at the end of that Minnesota game that's certainly why uh, why we watch this stuff and still play all this stuff. Yeah, I mean even even the Utah Florida game down the stretch final couple of minutes. I mean, there's you had a drop, drop touchdown pass, right? All of a sudden, yeah. hey, <laughs> we might there, have there, something. There, there was a moment, and that's you know what you're hoping for going forward. And you know, hey, look, if if you're one of those people who have uh, you know overs or unders or things like that, there's always a moment like that that you're you're watching for. <laughs> uh, Pete Futak's life now, if you made it into a pie chart, like it would be 85 <laughs> percent college football, 15 percent his fantasy teams in football. No, that, that, that's the that's the pie chart well, of your life. Well, now you know carve out another five percent for pie because now see here's the sucky part. Now I don't work out, so I've got to do everything else to keep the football season twenty <laughs> off me. So now you just put the word pie in my head, and I'm still mentally, you know, you know, soft at this point from no sleep. That I, I there's no way I'm not finding pie before this night's over. See, I was figuring you were going <laughs> to carve out two percent for. Uh, hate watching the Braves for the next month after Jason's <laughs> No, I, I, when, once the playoffs start, I am the biggest baseball fan. I, I'm, that, I'm that guy, unfortunately, where I don't watch sports until playoffs unless the NFL because there's just kind of no need. But I will be – I like the Braves. I have nothing against the Braves, guys. So, uh, uh, but, no, this will, this will be fun. Give it a few weeks and let's get going again. Hey, Pete, I, you, you mentioned Colorado. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's I was. I was just going to say. Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, Coach yeah. Prime, you go Colorado. You, go get you, it. You reference Prime, and I'm seeing him all over the place. Uh, all the surgeries, everything else. Now we actually get down to the business of football. I mean, what are we expecting uh, out of the jump here? Such the roster turnover, uh, so much attention on this program, Pete. Uh, in the end, when the lights are actually on, what are we getting? Yeah. Full disclosure, uh, Deion Sanders is probably my. Favorite college player of all time. Uh, I'm, a, I'm I'm at the head of the uh, committee against any man over the age of 21 wearing a jersey, uh, but I do have a Deion Sanders jersey in my basement from my high school college years. That, that, that was the fan. I almost bought the Deion Sanders CD. That's how big a fan I was. So uh, wow. I hope he wins. I know. I thought about it. I didn't do it. I mean, you know, what was his song? Pumps but, in the Bump? Was that his song? Pumps no, in the Bump? Was that, that, was, that was Hammer. That was no, hammer. It was, must be the money. It was must be the money. Oh, that's where, right. Must be the money. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we're, we're Shockingly, it was about, you know, the Sanders liking money. Yeah, um, great sure. video, by the way. Great video. Yeah, but look, I, I he put together an all-star team. I, it's not USC from last year, but you look at that starting 22 and the depth, they're all power five guys on there, and there's a lot of talent. Shadur Sanders, his son, is an NFL quarterback. Uh, you, you know, they have so much talent across the board that they should be able to hang – but the ex- I have no idea what the expectations are. I think they're twenty points, better than twenty points to TCU. Good, but the problem is their schedule is an absolute killer. I mean, even Colorado State. I mean, they're the you know they are the proverbial. If we go one and seven and win one game, we're happy. Well, they want this Colorado game, so that's going to be a fight. They got to deal with Nebraska, and then they got to deal with the rest of the Pac-12 season. Uh, they've got one of the toughest schedules in America. And what happens? when Coach Prime has to, has to deal with some adversity. This is all fun right now because everyone loves him. He's Deion Sanders, and this is going to be a whole lot of fun. But what happens if they're, you know, two and four? You know, where does that go then? So, but he's put together a, a whole bunch of talent on that team that I think they're going to be a little better than everyone thinks. All right, Pete, lastly here, if I give you the fill in the blank, I always ask you every week, look for the upset. I know it's week one. You don't see a lot of stuff out there. But – if it's, it, rather than say giving me a definitive upset, what's a game you would not be surprised to see a big favorite lose? One game you would not be surprised. 
out there, Coastal Carolina at US UCLA. If you look at UCLA under uh, Chip Kelly over the last few years, they lost to Cincinnati twice when they were a Group of Five program. They should they lost to San Diego State. They should have lost to South Alabama last year if South Alabama didn't screw up its kicking game plan at the end. Uh, and they struggled for a half against Bowling Green even. Coastal Carolina is still good. Grayson McCall is one of those quarterbacks who's going to hit 70% of his passes, and they've got enough of an offense where they're going to be a tough out. Uh, meanwhile, UCLA is replacing just about everyone on offense. They're, they're apparently they're going to rotate 19 quarterbacks in this game and try to you know, play around with it a little bit. But I would not be surprised if Coastal Carolina gave UCLA a real rough time. Well, Tyler Thigpen's going to have a big game for them this weekend. I'm expecting big things out of him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, this is, this is going to be fun. You know, I think UCLA is one of those teams that no one's really – they don't really get any hype because of all the great quarterbacks across the Pac-12 board and because of all the other things happening with the Pac-12, including probably losing Stanford and Cal to uh, the ACC maybe tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, there's all these other things going on that UCLA is just flying under the radar. So we'll see. If UCLA drop kicks Coastal Carolina, then all of a sudden they, they might be a team to kind of fly under the radar and watch out for as well. He's on Twitter at Pete Futek. That is at Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com, your one-stop shopping for college football previews, analysis. Another year, Pete, can't wait. Another year breaking down everything going on with you. Uh, as always, thanks so much, and thanks so much for staying up late and after games like this and making people feel better about Nebraska and Florida. I'm trying my best. It's all going to be okay at some point. They used to be good. You know, you had your moments, yeah. Appreciate you, brother. Drop right, me a line of your favorite type of coffee. <laughs> You're going to oh, need it. Man. I'll tell you, Pete Futak is just so unbelievably awesome. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smiths with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. Time now to find out what's trending in the wide world of sports. It is yet another home run for Mookie Betts. And now it is six home runs that Lance Lynn has given up. Four to the Braves <laughs> and three to the Dodgers. It's getting close in the eighth inning. Steve-O. Actually, it's been a great ball game at Dodgers. Stadium. Even though Atlanta was up 7-1 in the fifth inning, the Braves' lead is now 8-7 over L.A. in the bottom of the eighth because the Dodgers have hit four home runs after L.A. starter Lance Lynn allowed three early long balls, including a grand slam from Ronald Acuna, his 30th. Austin Riley hit his 32nd. But Mookie Betts has two home runs, 38 on the season. In fact, 38 home runs out of the leadoff spot is nearly the all-time record. That's 39. We're not quite to September here. Max Muncy has just hit his 32nd home run of the season. Dodgers have also put a couple men on on in the bottom of the eighth with one out down 8-7 to the Atlanta Braves LA this month with a record of 24 and 4. Miami's and, and Max, Max if I got this right yep. Max Muncie 42 home runs he's also hitting 142. <laughs> yeah it's like Is that right? It's like Kyle Schwarber West. Very actually. good. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Actually he he is hitting very well for average in the last couple weeks so it's gotten him over 200. He is he's at 20 yes he's at 209 you're right he's at 209. <laughs> okay. You got to hit 400 for the last two weeks to get up to 209 but yeah, <laughs> yeah well. Miami's record 67 and 67 after their victory at Washington tonight 7-2 the final Giants hold the final in a wild card spot it was a half game over idle Arizona Giants have won 7-2 at San Diego the other only other game was today in Detroit 10 inning win for the Tigers 4-3 against the Yankees the Brewers gave third baseman Josh Donaldson a minor league deal Philadelphia's at Milwaukee tomorrow night Brewers are First in the NL Central, three games over the Cubs, six up on the Reds. Cubs are going to be playing a doubleheader tomorrow at Cincinnati. The Reds claimed outfielder Hunter Renfro off waivers from the Angels and got outfielder Harrison Bader from the Yankees. Cleveland claimed pitcher Lucas Giolito off waivers from the Angels. Tomorrow, Cleveland will be hosting a Tampa Bay team that's won four straight. 
Street. The White Sox promoted Chris Getz to general manager. He says manager Pedro Griffol will return. To the NFL news, the Vikings gave tight end TJ Hawkinson a four-year extension. He was acquired from Detroit last season, then had 60 receptions for Minnesota in 10 games. Rams star wide receiver Cooper Cup is day-to-day after a setback with his strained hamstring. The Patriots claim quarterback Matt Corral off waivers from Carolina, who drafted him in the third round a year ago. The Dolphins gave fullback Alec Ingold a three-year extension. Miami running back Jeff Wilson was placed on IR with a hand injury, so he'll miss four games. And we have an update on the late college football game tonight. At Arizona State in Tempe, the problem late first half was a dust storm that made visibility a problem. Nonetheless, ASU with a touchdown before the break to go up 21-7 at halftime. That was right before the thunderstorm arrived. So they're in a lightning delay, and they still have not begun the second half. In fact, they're saying it may be upwards of a half an hour before they will even allow fans back into the stands, much less players on the field. So it's a long halftime delay. Arizona State leading Southern Utah 21-7 at the break. Wins for Tulsa and Missouri. Wins for UAB and Wake Forest. And victories tonight for Western Michigan and Georgia State. What a game on Fox TV. The finish, at least. Minnesota with 10 points in the last three minutes. Beat Nebraska 13-10 on a 47-yard field goal final play. Victories for NC State and UCF. And 14th-ranked Utah led Florida 24-3 early fourth quarter. 24-11 the final. And Utah star quarterback Cam Rising is still out. He tore an ACL last season. So tonight's starter threw a 70-yard touchdown pass on the first play of the season. But the other 11 drives, just 12 first downs, and still Utah dominated. Utah's D with five sacks. Back to you. Thank you, Steve-O. Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next, a story out of the NFL that will make not just me, but you think you could call plays for an NFL team. Oh, let's that's next go. right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Dynasty the king, uh, king, uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos 
in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios, we get back into the wild night that was college football coming up in a couple of minutes. But this story today, I, I first I saw this, I couldn't believe it. I got jealous. Then I realized eh, maybe it could happen for me. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid did an interview with Chris Long, a green light with Chris Long podcast this week. And Chris Long asked Andy Reid, hey, did you ever borrow any play calls from high school football or somewhere else? And Andy Reid raised the stakes by saying, I took one from a janitor one time in Green Bay. Wait, what? He said in Green Bay, when he was one of the offensive coaches there earlier in his career, there was a janitor, a mom-and-pop group that cleaned the facility for a while, and they worked on game day. Guy kept telling me, the owner of the company, he kept saying, I have a play, I got a play for you, I got a play for you. <laughs> so Reed, okay, at this point, he's an offensive assistant. This is when Brett Favre is playing quarterback for the Packers. He kept saying, I have a play, I have a play, I have a play. He kept telling him over and over and over. Finally, Andy Reed said, okay, here's a card, draw it up for me. So the guy draws the play up, and Andy Reed says, man, that play's pretty good. And in a game, he called it before halftime, and it scored. <laughs> And the guy, well, the guy's walking around going, that's my play. That's my play. <laughs> See, borrowed a play from a janitor, and it worked, and they scored a touchdown on it. Good ideas can come from anywhere, Mike Harmon. I dig this. Well, but that's the thing, right? You always got to keep your ears open. Yep. Yeah, I mean, 99% I- of things that you hear in your life are get-rich-quick schemes and things that you should immediately get into the trash folder of your life. <laughs> but that's the 1%. This right, just one percent to give you greatness. This just brings me back to the fact that maybe my hail mary idea can work if someone would just do it. All right now, the, my hail mary idea I've had for a long time because I love this idea. You, you look at how the defense lines up for a hail mary, right, with the defensive backs all the way across. The quarterback gets to a spot, and and the defensive backs all kind of roll to one side of the field, right? All the all the receivers kind of converge either in the left side of the field, right side of the field. But if, but if you had a Hail Mary, and I'm telling you, you had a Hail Mary where the quarterback looked like he was, let's just say he's going to throw it to the left. He rolls out a little bit, gets a line of scrimmage, looks like he's going to the left. Everybody starts going to the left, figuring he's going to throw the ball to the goal line on the left side of the field. But what he's really going to do is stop and throw it all the way across the other side of the field. And a wide receiver who looks like he's breaking towards the, the, the group right there, instead, when he sees the quarterback throwing it or at a predetermined time, he just immediately cuts back and runs the other way, and he has to run under the ball because the quarterback's obviously got to throw it up mm-hmm. as high as he can. But he runs across the field and runs under it, and maybe he's the only guy there for a catch. Maybe that works. Okay. No, I, I dig that. I mean, you, you actually drew that out on the whiteboard uh, in the old studio once upon a time. Yeah. You've been pitching it for a decade. Maybe I think that can work. 
I mean, how many times did the janitor, the janitor have to tell Andy Reid, hey, use this play, use this play? I mean, maybe i got to keep doing it until somebody well, uses said, it. All right. All right, fine, I'll do it. Well, That's and then great. they ran it on a simulator. Maybe they put it into one of the video games and said, all right, run this, see what happens. Oh, yeah, I don't think it was just, hey, let's do this. This play might work. I, I, I'm sure they ran it a couple of times in practice. No, 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 but legitimately, even before you get it in, onto a practice field, it's like, all right, let's, let's at least try to simulate this. You, you got yeah. that computer program we had? All right, let's see what happens. Does the chaos theory hold? <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresco? Mike at Swollen Dome. X, X at How About a Fresca. X at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Our best of podcast goes up a little over an hour from now on iTunes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can get it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Rate us, download, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever again. Wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio app, it is there. Coming up next, did we see the greatest toe-tap catch in college football history tonight? I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.